Today's episode is sponsored by Spartan Chemical Company. Family owned and operated since 1956, Spartan Chemical is a leading manufacturer of superior and cost-effective specialty chemical products sold through select trusted distributors. Spartan Chemical makes clean simple. For more information, please visit spartanchemical.com. Lead generation. It's crucial to company growth as it fuels the sales pipeline with potential customers who have expressed interest in the products or services offered. And for you watching, it's probably something related to cleaning or restoration. By capturing or following up on leads, businesses can build a steady stream of qualified prospects. Driving revenue. Doesn't that sound easy? <laughs> Maybe it sounds easy, but we know that's not always the case. To talk about this topic today, a true expert about lead generation is Dean Mercado, the CEO of Online Marketing Muscle. Dean, thank you for joining us again. Jeff, it's my absolute pleasure to be here, buddy. Thank you for having me. Let's get into our topic, lead generation. I think you're ha you're you're anxious to talk about this. You like it, but you know not everyone does. Others are they're not sure Correct. what to do. They're timid. I'm going to turn the microphone over to you. Tell us a little bit about the strategies you would like to share. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So, yes, I am very passionate about lead generation because bottom line is no leads equals no sales, which equals no business, period. Right? So no leads equals no sales equals no business. That's how critical your lead generation process is to your business. So, when I, when I step into consult or coach with a company, a lot of times I'll look at that company. I'll say, okay, well, let's break this down. Every company needs what I consider these three categories. One is what we call a short-term strategy. The second one would be more of a midterm strategy. And then we get into what we call a long-term strategy. Now, let's talk timeframes. So you could break this down in whatever way you're comfortable with. But when I talk short-term, I'm talking it could be zero to 30 days. You need sales. You need them now. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to drive something today? Right? Not the easiest thing to do, but you should always have something up your sleeve that you can count on if you need to generate revenue. A midterm strategy, I would say you're probably looking more like 30 days to maybe 90 days, right? And then let's categorize a long, categorize a long term, maybe 90 days out, right? And I know those are like really shrunken from what maybe we're all accustomed to hearing. But at the end of the day, we need to be able to generate revenue. We need to be able to create these leads. So I just wanted to give you that little bit of perspective on those. So let's break them down, right? Let's break down what is a short-term strategy, right? So one of my favorite go-to short-term strategies is paid advertising. At the end of the day, it always comes down to the buyer's journey. Every buyer goes through a specific journey in their path to buying what you're offering. So there's an awareness stage where they start to become aware that they may have a problem that they need solved. There's a consideration stage where they'd start to think about, should I solve this or not? And then there's the decision stage. Should I go with them or should I go with them? So understanding that there are a lot of people that are already in that decision stage. This is why paid advertising is so powerful. If you put, let's say, a Google ad in front of somebody who's looking for what you do right now, there's a chance that you might get a phone call today. You might be in business today or tomorrow. 
right? So that's why that's such a powerful short-term strategy. I like advert paid advertising for short-term. I'm not a big fan for long-term because it can get quite costly, but if your intention is to try and drive something today, uh, that's a great strategy. Now, on the flip side of that, you either are going to have more time or you're going to have more money. If your situation you're saying to me, Dean, I just don't have the money to do paid ads. Okay, well, fine. Well, then you have to substitute in something that you can do with more time and energy, right? A little more sweat equity, as we would call it, right? So one of my favorites is cold outreach. And this may scare the you know what out of a lot of you. Cold outreach. Pick up the phone. Make a phone call, right? Use cold email is another. So cold email, cold phone calls, they do work. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. I see it work. I've used it in my own business. I still use it in my own business. It works. So if you don't have a fear of reaching out to people maybe you don't know, that's a wonderful strategy. It does work. It's just a numbers game now. You have to do enough of them so that you can actually get a result. But again, that's if you're challenged financially, then you're going to have to do something. I hate to be the one to tell you, you got to do something. You got to figure out what that something is that you're going to be comfortable doing. So for your short term, you got your paid advertising, you got your cold outreach. Both of them are aimed at that person who's already in a decision stage. They already know they need what you, what you got. They're kind of ready, willing to go down that path. Maybe they've been looking already. Short-term strategy seizes that opportunity. Now we shift to more of a midterm strategy. Again, this is like your 30 to 90 days kind of a strategy. I love content marketing. Content marketing comes in all shapes and forms. Some of you think it's about maybe it's social media. Yeah, that's content marketing. Maybe it's shooting videos for YouTube. Yeah, that's content marketing, right? Uh, maybe it's writing blog posts on your blog. Yes, that's content marketing. It's finding out which one of those your audience, your target market, your ideal prospect is most likely to be seeing or able to see. Where are they hanging out? And then that's where you want to put your content forward. Now, that's a midterm strategy because typically people need at least seven touches, which means they need to see you at least seven times if they're in that awareness stage or they're in the consideration stage, they need to see more. Before. They're not going to just decide yet. They're not in the decision stage of the buying process. So the content allows you to position yourself as an authority, as a leader, as somebody who knows what they're talking about, right? But it's not a short-term strategy. I talk to people all the time. Oh, yes, I'm just going to put up some blogs or I'm just going to post on Facebook. Well, good for you. Chances are it's not going to do what you think it's going to do. Right, It might in the longer run, or it might in the three months out, but if you're looking for something tomorrow, it's probably not the right approach. So, But I do love content. Now, with content, you got to figure out, am I comfortable in front of a camera? Do I have the power of the pen? What's my strength? Right? Do my, do my prospects read? Where do they hang out? Where should I put that content? Right? So for me, I'm, uh, I'm very comfortable on camera. Maybe you notice that. Maybe you don't, right? However, you know, so you put me in front of a camera, I'm good. So yes, I'm on YouTube. And when I'm posting on LinkedIn and the Facebooks of the world, you see a lot of video from me because it's an area where I'm comfortable. So find what works for you and do a lot of that, right? That's your midterm strategy. Now we move into long-term. 
Now, when we talk about long term, my favorite is going to be referral marketing. My favorite by any stretch of the means. There are no better clients that you'll ever get than somebody who's been referred to you by somebody who knows, likes, and trusts you. Now, the reason this is a long-term strategy is it requires relationships, and relationships take time. They take time. It's that simple, right? So you join a local chamber of commerce, and you're wondering, why is no one referring me? Well, you just joined last week. You know, it takes time. A year deep into the uh, Chamber of Commerce, and if you're there and you're socializing well enough with the people there and you're adding value, yeah, chances are the referrals may start. So referral marketing starts with relationships. And since relationships take time, we qualify that as more of a long-term play. You have to go there no matter what you want to do. Nothing happens in business without people. You have to be willing to make the investments in people. And then the referrals will start. I know people who run their businesses solely off referrals. And that's powerful and that's wonderful that they're able to do that. Not common though, right? Not common. Yes, networking is part of that. And we've talked about that in podcasts of past. You should go back and listen to that if you're unsure about how this all works with dealing with people. But referral marketing. And when we're talking referrals, you have to ask for them. Most people, although they're well-intentioned and they probably would refer you, they're not thinking about you all day long. I hate to be the one to tell you that. They're just not. They've got other things going on in their world, whether it's personal or business. So letting them know up front that, hey, if I do this so-and-so for you, if I knock it out of the park or I, I'm showing you exceptional stuff, would you be open to referring us? Because we'd love to work with more people just like you. You're the exact person that I want to meet out there. I want 10 clients like you. You know, what would it take to be for you to feel comfortable referring? Whatever that looks like. Now I'm not talking about coercing somebody or any I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you need to do the work to build the relationship strong enough to deserve it. Earn the referral. And you'll get once you get those referrals, your business never is the same again. It's positively better. All right. So a short-term, a mid-term, and a long-term. What strategies are you using in your business? And are you accommodating each one of those? That's the big question. Hit the comments wherever Jeff posts this. Talk to us. Figure it out, right? So short, mid, long. Go get them. Okay. That sounds so easy, but I have a few questions for you. Shoot. Bring so them on. I, I love the three categories. Short-term is paid ads, cold outreach. You and I are here today because of a cold outreach. That's correct. Your See, assistant, so there's proof. There's proof it works. Yeah. Your assistant <laughs> reached out to me and said, hey, you right. guys should do something. And I, I think it took a few conversations and here we are. So helping the yes. industry with content. Right. Mid, midterm, you said content marketing. I agree. You said seven touches. Where does that number come from? That number spans from a long time ago. There's been tons of research done over the years that it takes at least seven touches. I okay. think it's even more than that now. I think it's a lot more than that because we're so bombarded with marketing yeah. that we, we just tune it all out. So even more so important that if you do do that, your content better be great and it better be highly targeted and highly specialized. So if you're in the restoration industry, you know, or should you be talking about mindset? I don't know. 
You know, you're probably you're distracting your audience, your perfect audience from what you should be talking to them about, which is positioning yourself as the go-to restoration company in your area. Yeah. And then I, I, I totally agree with your long-term referral marketing. When we do our surveys for our publications, we ask, where do you get your leads? And that's always the number one way, referral marketing. Yes. Let me ask you this, Dean. Um, sure. You talked about paying for ads. You mentioned that paid advertising. There are some organizations that will get you leads, like you'll pay them per lead fee. How does that play into your strategy? Um, quite honestly, I'm not a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of reasons. Be careful would be my best advice when you do deal with companies like that. Some of them are just not on the up and up, and I'm not saying they all are. Some are great, I'm sure. Sure. However, you need to be very skeptical. A lot of those leads are recycled, recycled, recycled. I've even heard stories, and I can't prove it, about them paying those leads to say that they're leads. You know, so you got to be careful what you're doing, what you're doing, and what you're paying for. Um, nobody's going to generate leads better than you do. You know your business well. If you come from the right place, if you're coming from in your heart's in the right spot, people will sense it. They will notice that, they'll recognize that, and your message will be received a lot better. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. If you're in a pinch and, and somebody's used them and maybe, okay, you know, I wouldn't say don't don't try it, but maybe you set a budget for yourself and say, you know what, I'll test it. I'll throw, you know, $150 at it. Let's see what it gives me. That's probably not going to get you much with those kind of services, but you know, some of them you could be paying $30, $50 a lead. You could get that easily with social media, with social media, like advertising on Facebook or Google ads in particular, you know, if you target the right keywords, does that make sense? Yeah, that's, that's a fair comment. Uh, I would agree. There are good companies out there and no doubt those that are not. So you have to be careful. One more question before we wrap this up. Sure. If you think about all your clients and the work they've done to do either short-term, mid-term, long-term, the strategies you've shared, what would you say are maybe one or two or even three of the biggest hurdles they had to overcome? Are there any roadblocks to consider? Yeah. I mean, the roadblocks always starts with go what's going on between your uh, you know, your own ears. Yeah. Right? You have to believe in what you're doing and what you're promoting and what you're selling. If you truly believe you're the best at what you do and you're the best and most obvious choice when somebody who has a pain that you can solve, you know, I can't vouch for the the other marketing company or the other coaches out there. doesn't mean they're bad, but all I know is if somebody's under my care, I know what I'm going to deliver. I know they're going to get the best of what I can deliver out there. I can't speak for the other folks. So of course I want people to do business with me. And you should kind of feel the same way about your business. You know, if you truly care about the people you're serving and that you want to serve, you want to be the person chosen because you know what you're going to do. So if you're a restoration company and somebody's in despair, you know, their family's in a bad situation, you know what kind of service you're going to provide. Same as if you're a cleaning company, you know what service you're going to provide and that family will be healthier, that family will be happier, and so on and so forth. So so bottom line is you've got to trust and you've got to fix what's going on in here. 
And I'm telling you, no leads equals no sales equals no business. Get that. I'm telling you, get that and attack marketing and sales every day. It's not a, well, when I need a new job, but no, because you know what? Clients leave all the time for their own reasons. Clients also buy when they're ready for their own reasons. You need to be ready and be in front of them. So when they are ready, they choose you, right? It's the old out of sight, out of mind. Don't be out of sight, out of mind, right? Be top of mind. So get it straight in here that marketing is not a once in a while thing. It's an everyday thing. It's an all the while thing, right? If you understand that, you'll do fine. I've, I've heard the saying, something like it takes months to get a customer and a minute to lose one. So <laughs> you got to keep getting those customers. Great point. It's a great point. Well, thank you, Dean. <laughs> oh, it's my absolute pleasure, Jeff. Thank you for having me, man.